Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Attention pro athletes. Want to secure your financial legacy and thrive off the field? Oak Bridge Wealth Management, led by wealth manager Chris Anasetti, is your dedicated financial planning ally. But don't take it from me. Take it from the Dallas Cowboys' Tyler Biotish. He says, Chris set goals financially and has been incredibly impactful in my journey in the NFL. Experience our customized, comprehensive approach, trusted by top NFL players. Don't leave your financial success to chance. Connect with Chris on Instagram at OakbridgeWM underscore Anaceti. That's OakbridgeWM underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E. And let Oak Bridge Wealth Management. Welcome back to Believe in Badgers on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag and Oak Bridge Wealth Management. Once again, I'm Matt Perkins, joined, as always, by Badger legend, the Hebrew Hammer himself, Matt Bernstein. Bernie, how are we doing today? Every day is a holiday. We're going to Madison soon. We're going to watch. It's my third game. It's just exciting, man. We got one of the most beautiful human beings Physically and not physically here to, to help. I think both of both the mats walk back off the ledge a little bit where I feel like I've army crawled to scared of heights, definitely scared of heights. So I would army crawl. But Travis, we're very happy to have you back, my friend. I appreciate it, fellas. Uh, it's, it's good to be back with my mats and uh <laughs> I, uh, I'm honored to be back in, in the presence of you guys. Uh, well, it's always an honor to have you. Uh, I think this is the third time returning champ here. Uh, one of our one of our favorite guests of all time. Who are we kidding? Like, you know, Travis is one of our favorite guys of all time. Uh, I think last time you were here was just post-Fick Hire uh, back in December. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, a, lot of, a lot of stuff has happened in the last 11 months. So we're going to get into that yeah. here in just a second before we do want to remind the good folks tuning in wherever they are throughout uh, the known galaxy that we are presented by betonline.ag where they continue to be your uh, number one source for all of your online sports wagering needs. You name it, they've got it over there at BetOnline. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. We are going to start sort of where and pick up where Bernie and I left off on Monday morning fullback this week because I'm not going to lie, Travis, we were in a pretty dark place at, after this past weekend. You know, you're, you're in the house for all of these games. And what was just sort of let's talk about the last couple of weeks. Let's talk about the last two weeks. What do you see as the number one issue facing this Badger team at the moment? Um. I think consistency. I, I, I think the way we started in the beginning of this season, obviously we knew that we were coming in and, and we were trying to to form our identity as far as an air raid offense, as far as what we're going to do defensively, bringing in new coaches, putting players. And, and I think one of the biggest things is putting players in positions to where it's almost like we're bringing in a new offense and we're making the players fold to that, to that specific offense. Um, but <clears throat> I felt like we were in the trajectory to, to grow, uh, to get better. Uh, we were getting, uh, we were coming more accustomed to, to the play calls and we were being innovative as far as the play calls. And, um, uh, since, and, and, and I think as far as the Ohio state game, that was probably our most full, full oriented game that we've actually played as a team. Okay. Um, and I think up until that game, we could have actually won every single game. And then since then it, it, it's gone downhill. Um, it's disappointing. Um, I, I don't know where to, yeah, it, it, it's disappointing. Um, I thought we were at a stage to where we could finally, finally be like, okay, well, this is who we are. This is where we're going to finish the season. And then it's like we're a completely different team now. So, 
You know, Travis, you bring up a great yeah. point because after Ohio State, I was riding super high. I'm like, man, we competed. They scored a touchdown late. We only really gave up. What, what was the ending score? 24 to 10? Yeah. 24 to 10? Yeah. I mean, against number three in the nation, no one was giving us, giving us a chance. And so to me, that was that was I was impressed with the way the guys played. Yeah. They're they're just like you know they went out. It felt like they went out and they just played football, had a good time, and were the underdogs. And then we came into into um, Indiana, and it just felt. Listen, I've played in games like that where you go to a team, you know, and you lose, yeah. and it's an ugly, ugly, ugly game. But usually, it's a bounce back to a Northwestern team that's really not doing much this year. Um, and at home, and we just lost. I, I felt like that was our redeeming game. Let's go to a bowl. Let's win out, and let's see what happens. And it just seems like it seems like we're regressing in in the last two weeks, and and to a point where it's getting a little we- you know, like in the media, it's getting a little weird to hear Hunter War start calling out not people in, in particular, but calling out teammates. That's that's, and I love that. But but okay, I don't not love it. I think you one. I would. He did it the right way. He is not calling anyone's name out. But I would, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, we'd be on the dub if he was calling my name. Like you'd be fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, but like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But there yeah. has to be that. But but, but and, and that's a, and that's the thing is is we're in a completely different generation of football. Matt, y'all would have whooped my butt if that would have happened. This isn't the same type of football that was five years ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Like it's, 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 it's a different, I, I mean, even in, 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 to Hunter's point, like when he said watching Wisconsin football, this isn't what I signed up for. He watched guys get their butts whooped. Like he knows the smash mouth type of football, and right now it, 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 that's that's not it. And I and I know I stressed last year about accountability and, and all that. This is this is something different. This is um, yeah, this is Travis, something different. Do you, do you think it's lack of leadership from players? Do you think it's we have a lot of transfer portal guys? So you you the the look of the team dudes aren't there for five. A lot of guys actually are there for five or six years, but. Does that have any effect on the locker room? You know what? Um, that's a tough. As far as the leadership aspect, uh, again, um, every single person um, that Chris McIntosh brought in, I felt from Luke Fickle down to uh, Mike Trussell and um, Phil Longo. Like I think those are the guys that that have the right mindset. Now, in order, and Hunter Waller said it again. Like it, this is football is a game to where it's like you can't have some buy in and some don't. Like it's either we're all in or we're not because the the, the chemistry isn't going to connect. Now, as far as the transfer portal, again, this this when you and I played, this wasn't an option. Like it, it's you don't get an option. You don't get the option to if you if you go somewhere and you don't play one year. Uh, you get to hop to a team the next year and, and figure it out after that. Uh, uh-uh. you you signed up for this, and this is why you, this is why we want guys to do research and guys to to look forward to having the opportunity to play with that motion W on their helmet. And I don't see any of that right now, and that's what it's coming down to. So you said you you liked what Hunter said. Is it because he's taking accountability as the leader on the team? Like, what makes you say like, yes, that's what I want to see out of these guys? Well. What he what he said was is that like it, it's and, and again in the interview you you can sit there and, and call everybody else out other than himself but he called himself out but at the same time it comes down to us like for instance you you can look at you can look at a Jim Harbaugh and the situation that they're going through and he wasn't there coaching and they still ended up whooping butt like. It's it's and, and and Hunter said it's about the players. It's about the players. The scheme is great. The scheme is great. Again, the trajectory that this team was going, I was excited about. 
And I don't see the same energy. Again, I want a team full of dogs. Like, I don't see that. I really don't. And it comes down to holding each other accountable. And and I, I it, there's just so much. There's been one of the one of the, the the craziest things that that Coach Chris said to me um, when I played it is that he came up to me, uh, or one of the coaches came up to him and, and said that that Travis is complaining about getting them the ball. And I said, well, coach, I said, well, what did you say? He said, well, damn, I said, well, get Travis the ball. <laughs> and and that and that's and, and yeah, it's funny, but but that's something that I took upon myself. And I wanted the ball in big time situations. I wanted to put the team on my back and looking from an offensive standpoint. I'm struggling to find it. I'm struggling to find it. it, it, it it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. But- Yes, I think as as football players, it's you know alumni. It's very frustrating. Do you think Travis? Because you were there during a time when there was transition from head coach. Yeah. It's to me that was very different. You know, we had the guy was coaching on our team. He was Barry's dude. He was vouched for. He didn't make huge changes. I mean, he did bring a couple guys in. Some guys got let go. Um, but this was like a clean house. So do you think the the transition has been difficult on some of the guys in the locker room? That's what I got from Hunter Roller saying, like, these guys are struggling to figure out if this was the team they signed up for. I, I got a little bit of that. Does that what does the transition have an effect mentally on a bunch of these guys? The transition. The transition has an effect on the guys up until the Ohio State game. What happened at Indiana, what happened at Northwestern is unacceptable. Totally. That's, that's, I, I, I completely get bringing in the guys, but Ooh, so let's so let's let's talk Ooh, about sad. some positive then, because yeah. I'm okay. I'm right. want to be positive. Um, yeah. We have Nebraska this weekend. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of internal things happening that I'm sure none of us are going to be privy to, which we shouldn't be. You know, people, Travis, we would people would fight in the locker room, like it would get pretty yeah. nasty. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't remember punches being thrown, but people would wrestle each other very hard, like hard, hard. Um, and it got worked out that way. I don't want this for this team. I, you know, I'm not suggesting that these guys can violate with each other. All I'm suggesting is we have this opportunity to get to a bowl game. And I think that should be the only thing people are thinking about moving forward. So what do you think's happening in the locker room and how important? Because Nebraska is a winnable game. Minnesota might be difficult. It's a whole different ball game when you play Minnesota, but Nebraska is winnable. And that's a bowl game to get us yeah. to a bowl game. And it's at home at night. So what do you think is happening in the locker room? And then how important is this one game to, to our entire program? Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think it comes down to accountability. I don't know. I mean, I think last time or last year you can watch football and, and say that, that Nick Herbig um, was an extremely influential person on the defensive side of the ball. Keanu Benton. I, I don't, I don't, where where are we where are we seeing that? Um, where are we seeing guys? Where are we seeing guys step up um, and and grabbing the team together? Okay, uh, I want to see. I want to hear stories about how uh, Tanner Mordecai was bringing guys together in the off season, like Tom Brady was when he went over to Tampa. Like that's the stuff that I want to hear. I haven't seen. I think right now we're pointing fingers, trying to figure out who to point them at. And I think a big thing was, is, is the, the amount of hype that was going into the season. I, I think that really is, that really is our, our, one of the biggest verdicts right now. Now, until we find guys that are going to step up and, and hold each other accountable. I, 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 I don't know. That's, that's, we need to, I mean, I was, there's two games left in the season. Is it too late to form your identity? But at the same time, hey, for some of these guys, it's their senior season. You best believe I'm not going out like that. 
Like this, this, this is my legacy. This is my legacy that you guys have to have the opportunity to make me great, to go out on a high note or make it worse. Fellas, I gave my all. Please reach out. Please give me your hand. So that's a, that's a tough situation. I, and again, I, I think this is a, a beatable team uh, that we're playing uh, come Saturday. But after the Ohio State game, from what I've seen from that and the opponents after that, I, it's 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 frustrating. Well, Travis, let's talk about some of like that adversity because the 2008 team that you were on had a fair bit of struggles that 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 fall i mean you guys ended up finishing i think like six and six in the regular season as well you know uh went, went to a bowl game but there were you know there was a four game losing streak in the middle of that season you know when you guys lose to michigan ohio state penn state and iowa four games in a row do you remember what the mood was i think because i think that was your only four game losing streak in your history at wisconsin do you remember what the mood was like in the locker room at like sort of your lowest point that season yeah it, it we we had guys that that were trying to to figure it out um and i'm what sure the guys that, like do, trying to figure it out so well what's going on with us i mean obviously you we we, we went on a four game losing streak and we're we're, we're calling arguably right now that the best four teams in the big 10. Um, but at that point where we were, we were, we had the opportunity to be great. Like we had potential to be great. We had great players and we had guys that were taking leadership guys that were taking responsibility and saying, Hey fellas, come on. I don't know what is going on with you guys, but somebody needs to snap into it. And it's always great when you have a defensive guy coming over to the offensive side of the ball like, man, what is going on? I think people were holding each other accountable. And, yes, it was extremely fr- frustrating and infuriating that, that you go on a streak like that. But I, I, want, I, I, I want guys to step up. I want, I want guys to step up. And, again, you can't expect people – every generation and every football player to have the same mindset like the next guy – but at least have the mindset of being great. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to is being great. Hold yourself accountable. Give your all. That's all I'm asking. And right now, I don't see that. Listen, from, I mean, we have what, 20, it could be 22 years in a row going to a bowl. Is that right, Matt Perkins? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, 22 years in a row going to a bowl, 22 years in a row with a winning record. I mean, that to me is, a, is now important. It, it, it doesn't. That to me is now what everyone on the team's goal should be. It, 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 it can be to me that it's, it can be that little because one, you get the seniors out on a high note, you get to travel, you get to do all these fun things. Dude, I was there when we went five and seven. That was the last team to not go to a bowl. Let me tell you, that mood was horrible. Nobody wanted to be a part of it. The coaches hated us. And honestly, like a lot of us hated each, like we hated ourselves. Like you don't want to be, yeah. you're not, a, you don't come to Wisconsin yeah. to lose. Right. So I, it's, it's hard to hear Hunter Roller say these things because I didn't come to do a five and eight or a five and seven year. You didn't come to do a six and six year. Sometimes these things happen, but if you're giving it your all, at least you can say at the end of the day, like, Hey, I, I tried my best. Right. Like there, at least there's yeah, that. Absolutely. I, I feel like. Absolutely. The last two games, we I can't say, and I'm sure not a lot of guys can't say that that was their ultimate best. And that to me is the hardest part of this. Like, it just seems like we're struggling in a lot of different facets of the game. Getting two yards seems to be impossible. We're not getting off. We're not, you know, Travis's offensive guys do. We're not getting. We can't get a first down. Like that's really frustrating. So who's gonna say, hey, follow me? Hey, I'm going to catch that ball. Hey, I'm going to make a play. Just throw it to me. I don't care what happens. You know, like, where's a Travis Beckham saying, give me the ball more? You know, like. And that's the hardest thing. Um, <laughs> because I, I remember uh, TD just running around and, and some of the throws that he would throw to me, it was like a prayer, like almost like. 
man, if Travis is in the area, he's going to go up and make a play. You catching the ball at the highest point. You seeing guys on the defensive ball or the defensive side of the ball waiting for for interceptions that could change a, a game. Go get the ball. I I I, I just. It's it's yeah it, it it's um it, it it's extremely frustrating because I wouldn't be this upset if we wouldn't if the tra- if the trajectory during the season wasn't there I mean and again it comes down a lot of this comes down to the hype um, and when we say hype this is I'm thinking from the outside in because there I still think to this day that that Coach Fickle is a legend. And is it is going to 100% turn this program around. But at the same time, when you listen to a guy that is within the program and it's like he doesn't think that everyone's bought in, that's 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 not a good look. That 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 that's not that's not a good look. The guys gotta figure out what they want to do. And again, I don't think the transfer portal um, is to any help in regards to having guys to actually buy in. Um, but it's a part of college football that unfortunately we have to deal with. Well, and I think that something that coach Fick has mentioned many times is that like transfer portal is a band aid to that, but the real culture change will come with recruiting and, you know, they've got a solid 2024 class in line to come in, but it's still, you know, it, I think we all got caught up and I definitely got caught up in the hype. For sure. I definitely got caught up. I was drinking all the Kool-Aid. I was pouring it for other people, yeah. telling everyone how awesome and tasty this Kool-Aid is. But putting, sh- putting all the sugar all in. All of Because you know you can't drink no Kool-Aid with no sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was drinking that Kool-Aid and sharing it too. Um, <laughs> but what I, I'm curious if, you know, the injuries on the offensive side of the ball, I think have – not helped matters at all between have going from Mordecai to lock back to Mordecai. Uh, Braylon has been in and out. Chess is out. Chimery has been in and out the tight end attrition right at the beginning of the season has yeah. led to definitely to some inconsistencies, but even in my worst case scenario, thoughts i didn't think the offense would be this stagnant and have so many three, four and outs all the time what issue on the offensive side of the ball like if you could wave a magic wand travis and say i'm going to fix this specific issue with the offense what would you want to fix this specific issue um i mean consistency uh, consistency from the receivers Uh, drops uh, balls that are going to you. Uh, Chez was extremely beneficial towards Braylon. Um, we coach Fickle's offense last year had two um, tight ends that were um, Mackey Award finalists. Again, this is this is us bringing in an offense to fit players that we currently have. Obviously, we have an early season. Unfortunately, my homie Clay Cundiff goes he like that's we are in. And then Hayden Rucci is a great football player, but we're having him play in a position where he's not. That's that's not his bread and butter. And I I respect the heck out of him. Because as much as I love my receiving tight ends, I'm just I'm just just having a conversation with them about um, about blocking and catching the balls and scoring touchdowns. He's like, man, traps. He goes, I love being in there knocking people out and blocking. And I'm like, man, you ain't gonna never catch that. Me saying that, and which is why I respect him. And this goes to the point of this offense being put in effect with guys that really aren't molded for that position. And, and again, it comes down to the point where it's like, okay, well, well, well how many years do we have to wait till we the, the next recruit recruiting class? And, and it's like, when you, when you are so, when, when you wear that motion W there's, there's no days off. There's, there's no bad season. No, you are held to a certain expectation and as much as we knew that next year 
or the year after was going to be our year, we still wanted it for this year. And once we see this, especially losing to an Indiana team, a Northwestern team, an Ohio State team that we could have beat, and I, it's just, it's, yeah, it's. Uh, and unfortunately, that Washington State loss looks worse and worse because they have taken a nosedive recently as well. So you can't even really count that as a quote unquote yeah. loss anymore because yeah. they are now near the bottom of the topsy turvy Pac 12. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I want to get your insights a little bit more on the offense first here. I think I want to talk about the defense as well. But one of my big issues has been the offensive line this year. I think the offensive line this year has had a lot of struggles and, you know, I know you've had to adapt to a bunch of different offensive styles when you were as a player from not just switching positions at Wisconsin, but then going to the pros running completely different systems uh, in New York. Then you ran in Wisconsin. Do you think that the offensive line struggles are just a matter of new scheme or is there something else going on there? I think there's something going on. Like there's something else going on there. Um, uh, I mean, this is because how how many of the how many of the starters started for this year were the starters for last year? Four or th- uh, four? Yeah, yeah, four. Kind of three point five, okay. three point five, three point five to four, depending on like Bordellini kind of moved around a lot last year and yeah. starting this year. And, and this comes down to, to us figuring out the last two games of the season and, and one of them being ex- an extremely important game with getting that axe. But what I saw from last year when we had the opportunity to win a football game and it came down to the offensive line penalties starting at, what was it, the five-yard line? And, and it's transpired to this year and it's like, okay, well, we come in with a new offensive line coach, new offensive scheme like is, is this going to be completely different and I've seen games where we just got our butt whoops and again this is that is that is besides running back that is and, and I love my tight end tight end you too running back you but other than that this school has been known for its offensive linemen and we have not held that reputation the last several years. Frustrating. Well, well, Travis, that's when we asked you, like, what I think the biggest position, the biggest things about the, the offense to me is consistency at the O-line because sometimes we play really well and then sometimes we have five penalties in a row and it, it yeah. you know, kills drives. I think if we had uh, – now, this is ridiculous, but if we had a Joe Thomas left tackle, yes – Joe Thomas is Joe Thomas. But if we had someone within reason, I, you know, I think I think we need a left tackle more than anything. And I literally not because you're on the show, but I, I think we need a Travis Beck. Like we need a dude who can go do the dirty work and not be, you know, like uh, Rucci's is a hand in the dirt type of tight end. You know, he wants to be on the line and put his hand down and go block people and run out for passes and catch them. I get that. He was made, he was brought in to do that. So I think those are the things that we're missing that are really hurting this team. That's just me. I think the O-line inconsistency is killing us, but the drops are killing us. So it's not just, it's, it's like a, I don't know what it is. It's, it's like, you keep getting, it's like we're playing quicksand and everyone's trying so hard to get out of it. And we are literally getting, yeah, keep digging our grave deeper. And I, it's just so frustrating to watch, dude, I can tell you, yeah. I dropped one football in four, four years of playing a game. We against temple, we were on the goal line. I dropped, it would have been a touchdown. Yeah. We scored a hundred points after that. You were there for that. It was uh, my fifth, it was my fifth, fifth year season. So like, yes. That one drop still pisses me off today. It's like, I don't even know what's going on. And I caught some ridiculous balls out there. So I don't even know what would be going through my head if I had two drops in a game. In one game, Yeah, it would yeah. – just me as like a, a, a football player would piss me off. So I'm, I'm not seeing that like enthusiasm, desire, you know, dedication to craft – I never saw Lee Evans drop one pass in any single situation except one. 
we were up Travis remember you would sit up upstairs like where the meeting rooms were and you'd watch we'd watch pro we watch yeah. pro day I swear to God, we're watching. Lee Evans dropped the football. All of us are like, "Yo, did you just see that?" And so, like, all He's these human. Oh, but all these, um, all these NFL yeah. coaches were up there. And they're like, "Yeah, what'd you guys just see? What'd you see?" I'm like, "Dude, that's the first time I've ever seen Lee Evans drop a pass yeah. in my entire yeah. life." And they're like, "No way!" I'm like, "Okay." And everyone else is like, "No, no, no. This is it's like a miracle that he dropped it." So, like, and that's the, the thing. That's the expectations. Like, I expect. You expect certain things out of guys. And again, like when we first started this season, I think the first game was like, um, it was like um, Will Pauling. And then the next game, it was Skylar Bell. And it was like CJ Williams. It's like, who who are we? Like, if we have the opportunity to have these guys step up and play ball, that's three, three receivers right there, okay? Like, and then you have Braylon within the first, four games of the season. Uh, he's like second on the team in receptions. And so the, 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 the assets are there. Why aren't we capitalizing on the assets? The ball is that we have the, the, the world in, in our hands. We just got to figure out a way to utilize it. And it's just like, it, it's, there's just guys and, and, and it comes down to like, again, it comes down to expectations, Matt. And, and when you sit here and, and, and we're like, man, like, you don't ever see see Lee drop balls like that. Like that's what you that's stuff that you want to hear. Like you want to see guys going out making plays. Man, Skylar Bell's done made he's made some of the great catches this year. And I'm like, man, keep grinding, kid. And then you have some guys that are just going out there, just going through the motions. And that's what I feel like this is about. And, 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 and as much as I love Tanner Mordecai, I, I think he he is he's the real deal. And Brandon Locke, yes, I think he's awesome as well. But from a receiving standpoint, we haven't had someone that. And I don't know if he, they haven't had enough balls during the season, but we haven't had someone that's going to raise their hand and be like, coach, put the team on my back. I'm taking over. And do you think that is a product of having a new coaching staff and guys not feeling like they have been empowered to do that? Or do you think that is, you know, just maybe happens to be the, you know, the makeup of the personalities in the locker room? Like, what do you think accounts for that? I don't don't know. That's tough. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like you're, and again, I, I named off and I didn't even I didn't even say Jim like this is almost like a conversation that I was having with with friends earlier. Like, does Damian Lillard not play as good this year because he has Giannis involved? Like, yes, they have the chemistry there, but like it's we have the assets. And it, and it goes back to when um, when Michael Vick had uh, Deshaun Jackson and. Uh, LaShawn McCoy um, and uh, what's the receiver number 17 um, McAvoy like you had all the offensive assets it's like putting that yes exactly and it's like you have all the assets take advantage of it but it it's I don't know it's almost like to the point where it's like now we're like okay well this is going to take this is going to take two or three years and and I'm I'm type A personality I'm extremely impatient I wanted this to happen now. And did I think that it can happen now? Absolutely. Because I think Coach Fickle is a great coach. And we have people on the team that can get the job done. Obviously, injuries is one thing. But I I, I, I guess I'm going to just jump on the train and say that it's going to take two or three years. Well, what's exciting is, as you say that, is that we have great recruiting classes already yeah. started. And that is something we haven't seen we have two tight ends now. Matt Perkins, we're back to two tight ends. We're still at one tight end committed right now. Uh, still okay, and one guy may be flipping. So we are at one tight end, but who could be that guy? So the, all these things excite me. When you when you said about about like that that character that do we had Lee Evans? Who is it? We had Jonathan Orr, Darren Charles. None of these guys were outspoken. Like Lee was a lead by example, not a like get in your face guy. Brandon Williams showed up as like an 18 year old little kid and he was a little yeah. kid and talked yeah. more smack and told everyone yeah. he was going to be the best. He and then the did it. He did it in every single 
way. He was on special teams. But the dude, he, I loved him to death, but he would piss me off because he'd be in the weight room like, Coach, make this harder. I'm like, no, 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 dude, don't make it harder. Yeah. You got these little mini weights, bro. Like the big yeah. guys are doing the heavyweights. <laughs> um, but like that's a guy that pushes dudes. You know, he, he was not a captain. At least when I was there, he wasn't. But he pushed everyone to get better. And if he weren't, you knew about it. He talked so much smack yeah. in a, in a yeah. maybe not a positive way, but it made defensive guys better. Um, but I feel like we're missing, you know, guys can be like that. I don't know. Maybe they can because of social media. Like, what do you guys think? Can you be that guy now? I feel like you can. Why not? Yeah. I mean, some guys, again, some guys lead – uh, by example, they just go out and play and just keep their mouth shut. Some guys lead vocally. Um, I mean, if you watch, uh, it's crazy to, to watch stuff like um, like the, the Florida documentary. Um, and you would have guys that would be in a locker room fighting each other because you've messed up on a play. And it's like, you're not only messing up for yourself, but the guy next to you, the guy next to him, like this is this this is our legacy, this is our legacy, and a lot of it comes down to the mental stuff. But it's it, it's you you gotta have someone that that's that's not afraid to to speak up. And again, you can have all of the coaches uh, preaching to you and telling you exactly what needs to be done, but there needs to be somebody that's having meetings without any coaches. Speaking up being like, this is my team. This is our team. This is our team. We're I and we're not going out like this. Like this. And again, it comes down to for instance last year. You see Nick Herbig and, and Keon, like those are the leaders of the defense. Like you see that. You watch film. And I love going into this season, obviously seeing the guys working out with Coach Vick and, and, and all the guys wrapped up amongst each other and this is a team but 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 what, those videos are a completely different picture of what we are currently hearing now attention athletes do you want a frictionless and tailored financial planning experience to secure your future well look no further introducing oak bridge wealth management the premier financial planning firm for professional athletes led by wealth manager chris anasetti our team provides a unique and comprehensive approach, ensuring your financial success both on and off the field. We understand the unique challenges you face as a professional athlete, from managing cash flow habits to planning major business purchases and navigating complex contracts. That's why we've developed a proven process, working closely with our strategic partners to provide seamless solutions for your unique financial journey. Our services evolve with your career, offering short, mid, and long-term goal setting, portfolio optimization, real estate investments, and more. As you transition to life beyond the field, we support you with career development and philanthropic ventures. But don't just take our word for it. Top NFL players like Chase Roulier, Tyler Biotish, Alec Ingold, and more trust Oak Bridge Wealth Management to guide them towards financial success. Troy Dye of the Minnesota Vikings says, I really love the work that Chris and the rest of the Oak Bridge group do. I especially like the honesty and transparency when it comes to setting up financial goals and plans that best fit my needs and situation. It's time to elevate your financial game plan. Connect with Chris on Instagram at OakbridgeWM underscore Anacete. That's OakbridgeWM underscore A-N-I-C-E-T-E and join the winning team. Travis, do you think because it's it's hard to picture all that work, all that bring coming together, doing that stuff in the stadium, all doing lunges the whole way, you know, connected. Yeah. Do you think there was a fracture point after the Ohio State game that like something happened either in the locker room or in a meeting with a coach, without a coach? Like it just seems like our team really took a nosedive and it, it doesn't could make have, sense. Couldn't have been. It just doesn't make sense. Could I don't know. I, I, yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is like, is, is as excited as I could get about a loss. 
that was the game. I'm like, man, we're back. And you go in and play an Indiana team? Like, you would think the guys, the camaraderie, the guys would be like, hey, this is a great football team that we're playing. Do I think Ohio State is Ohio State from last year or years ago? No, absolutely not. Do I think the Big Ten is is extreme is was here and it's here now? Yeah, yes, it's very low. But at the same time, we still need to take advantage of the opportunities that we have to come back and potentially beat an Ohio State team that we could have beat. And then we go in and spank an Indiana team that we're like, I, I it hit me hard because I scored my first touchdown against Indiana. Um, and like we played Indiana and we, it was like 60 to zero. So like, and again, I, you can't, you can't judge the future based off of the past, but at the same time, I think that we played our overall best game of football. We were combined. We were together against Ohio state. And I was excited about what we were going to see at Indiana. I, 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 I'm going to be, I ain't going to lie to you. I was golfing during the Indiana game. Want to know why? Because I felt like we learned something about ourselves against Ohio State. But lo and behold, I, I was watching the game in the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, hecky, no, nah. not this. <laughs> and up to the point where it's like I'm cheering for us <clears throat> to beat an Indiana football team. And I'm like, let me think about that. Like what we've done in the past and where I thought we were going is very unfortunate. Like I thought we really found out something about ourselves against Ohio state. And then the next two weeks have just been I would, a disaster. I would, I mean, I don't know this Matt Perkins, you might say that we have not lost back-to-back games to terrible teams in a very long time. Travis, you lost four games to some of the best teams in the Big Ten, and especially 20 years ago or 15 years ago when you played. Those teams were – Michigan State was at the – 20 years ago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. Whoa, that's whoa. me. I know. I know. I'm sorry, dude. But, like, <laughs> you know, like those those teams, you're, you're, you're saying you you went yeah. up against four out of the five best teams in, in the Big Ten and lost. But you probably competed. You probably didn't unravel. Yeah. That's what makes me nervous about this team is that it seems like we're unraveling. And I'm excited that Hunter Wall is like, listen, we're going we're gonna to get after it because yeah. he wants to tighten that up. I want to go to a bowl game. I want to win at Nebraska. I think it's a winnable game again. I think it's one that we have to point to and say, hey, if you guys want to play football, even if it's not here, you got to – I can't use these terms anymore, but you got to put the helmet on, put the chin strap on. And get yeah, your yeah. you know your ish together, yeah. Um, because yeah. you have to win this, or else if you try to transfer, like transferring to the transfer world is not a guaranteed you're gonna go somewhere. So you have to prove that you can be somewhere. That's what's also nuts. Nobody knows it. There are people who just live in the transfer portal. It's like free agency in the NFL. Like there's no guarantee you're gonna go to a team. You have to prove that you are a good football player. So I want everyone to prove on Saturday that they're a good football player. And that they can, if they want to, go play somewhere else. If I want to win, man. Listen, I, Travis, I don't know about you, but I would be happy winning this game and going to a bowl game. I, I, we better win this game. <laughs> um, and the guys, I, I, I tweaked my, my hamstring at, at volleyball um, last Wednesday. And guys, it, it, it's, like I'm walking around the suites and guys are like, Hey, Travis, do you have any, any eligibility left? And it's like, it's, it's almost, it's almost like, well, physically I can't do it, but my heart 100% can. And it's like, I just wish that some of these guys would step up. There's this means so much more than it, it it's um yeah it, it it yeah it it's I mean we we can hear the pain in your voice we can hear the pain in Bernie's voice and we've heard this pain from a lot of former Badgers and the pain the frustration and the you know not just like wishing it would you know be here already but you know feeling like 
you know, we've seen yeah. at least them been putting in the works from what we have seen, from what we've seen in practice, what we saw at Squad Fest, what we see all over the place, and for it to not manifest as quickly as we, you know, would have liked, we expected is a tough pill to swallow at times and so like for this coming weekend for this coming weekend just for this one game against nebraska i know you know you talked about consistency a lot travis and so i mean the group that i like we talked about i want to see some better consistency from this weekend though is on the defensive side of the ball is the cornerbacks because we've seen some great games from ricardo hallman we've also seen some really bad coverages from the cornerbacks in the last couple games as as well and i think part of that is matchups right like you know you see matry who's five eight with lifts on covering a, a receiver who's six five in the slot and they're throwing a slot fade it's like what's he going to do against indiana but still like i still feel like there's there could be i mean there, there needs to be a lot of improvements just across the board but what you know what what this weekend do you want to see out of the team that you think can make them you know beat another former big 10 West power with a new head coach. Well, I know, I know, I know Hunter Waller, uh, it is going to go out the rest of the season with a bang, uh, Latu, uh, Ricardo Holman. I, I know in the beginning of this season, there's games where, where it's like, we're trying to figure out what we're going to do on the defensive side of the ball. If we're going to run man coverage all the time, he's getting beat. Uh, when we started winning football games, we're saying that he was the greatest thing. And then all of a sudden, like you see times where we're getting beat. And again, you said in the slot, like get up. Yes. The guys might be, we might be five eleven on the defensive side of the ball. He might be six, four, get up and jam him. Put, 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 put your chip. Um, and I just, I want to see, I want to see the defensive lineman, uh, Get some pressure on, on, on the quarterback. I want to see whoever we have at quarterback because Lord knows who we're going to have at quarterback right now. Um, I want to see a receiver step up. T- take take some accountability. Take some accountability. I want to see guys getting through. I want to see some intensity. And I, I haven't I, – you watch some of these these teams uh, from the SEC. You, what, what's the quarterback's name um, uh, that was at – uh, Indiana last year. That's now at Washington. Oh, Michael Penix Jr. That man is good. That man is good. I want to see guys step up, have the opportunity to play. Lights out. Somebody make a play and put the team on their back. Like it, it's. I want guys to walk off the field with swagger. It's almost like every single. Every, uh, if you played last year or if you played this past game, every single person that was in a relationship probably should have broke up with their significant other after that game. Like it's come on guys. Come on guys. You should be disappointed. Like I want guys to step up and I know it's there. And that's the worst part. If, if, if I haven't, if I hadn't seen it already and these guys, I wouldn't expect it. And which is why I expect more from these guys. Okay, and again, it started here, and now we're going downhill. This is why I'm so upset. And I, you, nope, you you are saying the right things. If I could have one wish for this Saturday, it is literally to stay on the field as the offense. I don't care how we do it, yeah. Just to get some third downs, stay on the field, give our defense a break, dude. Our defense is only letting up 21 points a game in the in the last couple of games. Like, that's not so bad. Like, that's really not. And some of, you know, like, they're playing tough. We're just, they're just playing a majority of the football game. So teams have the opportunity to score on them. I want us to get on the field and I want us to stay on the field. So whatever that is to do, first down, second down, or third down, it is to just do it. I need more offense. I I can't, three and outs are killers they're game killers and we're just doing that consistently on the flip side though the defense has to get off the field on third down because they were they went northwestern they went up 10 in a row sure. on third down this past week like true but, but ooh, they only gave up 21 points 20 21 or 24 this past week it was 24 Four. yeah it was 24 uh, 24 10 yeah. yeah what was the last weekend before the Indiana was 20, I want to say 17, 10 or something like that. It's, it's been bad. It, you know what? Here's the answer. It was bad. The answer is that it was bad 
It was bad. It was bad. We're not getting blown out. That's what's crazy also. We just can't score. So you're giving offenses. Yeah, we're also playing teams that we shouldn't. Like, all we're, true. we're not. All true. Yeah. Like in we the, just need to stay on the field. Like, coming into those games, like, yeah. two of the worst offenses in Power 5 football. Like, you know. And, you know, especially when you see Northwestern come out and score touchdowns with like three opening, three first drives. Like, three straight drives with a touchdown. Yeah, that was like, that's, that, that's disheartening. And then not getting a pass rush on top of that. Like, so you're not, you know, you're not forcing plays. You're not making big plays. You're not forcing turnovers. And, you know. But no points in the second half. Who would, who would win this this Sunday? The Packers versus the Badgers. The Packers. Yeah. I mean, the Packers still the NFL have, team they right. still have yeah. more talent. I mean, like, you know. even Okay, well, I was expecting you guys to be a little bit more like. <laughs> I mean, if they played my bills i think i think that Travis, i have this conversation with everyone about the jets <laughs> <laughs> don't bring up the giants now because my giants now if i said the badgers played the giants i'm probably taking the bad right knows. now i would i mean dude i love the fact that the quarterback still lives at home and his mom makes his bed and dinner he's also the that most would be me guy of all that would literally, I was going to say, that would literally be you, man. <laughs> I love it. I'd be there every, I would, I would live at home for the rest of my, my entire career. Um, yeah, but would you admit that your mom made your bed? Like, would it be at home? Okay, I save money. That's one thing. But like, hey, my mom makes my bed every day. Like, uh, maybe you don't let everyone know that. Well, maybe he's he's so excited about getting up in the morning, getting running straight to work. Like, he doesn't have time to make his bed. It's like, hey, mom, you think you can do me a favor? And true i mean there you go you know <laughs> it sounds like heaven is what it sounds like matt matt to to, to go to go to go back i mean besides the, the mother still making my bed aspect is heaven because that is absolutely true to go back I, I think a lot of times a lot of things that i've noticed again too from the offensive side of the ball is that i don't know if it's the receiver i don't know if it's the route calls uh, but it seems as if if we're running a if if, the, if it's third and seven, the guys are running the routes at three, third and six. Like they're running it, they're running it short. How many times have it has it been fourth and one, fourth and two? It's like, come on, fellas, get, get let's let let's be smart about this. It's just it's too close for comfort, and we have not capitalized on the opportunities that we've had, and we're in the predicament that we are now. Yeah. Too many times. Too many times. I don't know if that's the route tree. I don't know what if that's the read. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But I do know is if we were running a five-yard hitch and you had to get seven yards, you ran a seven-yard hitch yeah. or a six-yard, and then you had to muscle it up to get a, a yard. Yeah. Like, we, I completely agree with you. If it's third and four, we're running two-yard routes and getting tackled right away, and you're like, no, not again. And then short yardage to me has been so hard for us. And that's just so bizarre in in just, you know, like as a Wisconsin fan, usually short downers was like our bread and butter. So it's just hard to also break that mindset too, right? Now to say we should always be good at these things, but we will be eventually. We're just – we have to figure it out. We need – a lot of things have to happen. This year is going to be a tough one to stomach for the rest of the season, but we need dudes to step up. And I think think a lot changes – yeah, from this year to next year. Matt, do you think? Do you think? Do you think Braylon needs a fullback? I think Braylon needs. I don't think he needs a fullback. I think he needs. Like I like the pist- I like him out of the pistol. Um, I think Ches is the guy who lines up next to the quarterback. I don't think Braylon is that guy. I think he's he's a one back. He can be a one back, but he needs to be a little bit off the ball and coming downhill and making some solid cuts. He's not a, so not so, okay. He's not, that's not just, so much East and West. That's just what I, you know, I, listen, the, I think the dude is amazing. So don't, let's not, I'm not taking anything away from him, but his game yeah. is different than a Brian Calhoun's. You know what I'm saying? Like Brian yeah, Calhoun yeah, out of the shotgun of was, was uh, unbelievable. Ches is that guy. Yeah. I don't think he needs a fullback, but I think he wouldn't hurt. But dude, him downhill is, he's a monster, man. I want to see more. Where- and that's where I'm I want to see more of that. Bernie, because I want to see him. I don't think I don't think he needs a fullback. I think he would have been he'd he'd be just fine in a world where it's one back, two tight ends, you know, or even eleven personnel. He 
can, but if he doesn't get that head of steam, if he has to wait for those lollipops to hit the quarterback's hand and the quarterback can turn to hand it off to him, it's been 1.5 seconds by the time the ball is in his hand and he's not already moving when he gets the ball. He's not a fast accelerator. He's not a 4-3 guy right he's a he takes a second to get that momentum going once it's going you don't want to get in the way but it 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 it, it takes a couple steps and whereas like you mentioned bc bernie like brian calhoun can accelerate with the best of them he was he was a you know ncaa star sprinter right you know a michael bennett same kind of thing jonathan taylor same thing this is not like he is not jonathan taylor he is a very different style of back that to me just doesn't, you know, if you're going to use utilize him in this offense, like he has to just get downhill quicker. Like you, you just have to give him the ball yeah. in a different kind of way. And I just like these little dink and dunk swing passes to him and stuff like that. Like it's not working. So what about putting him at, at, at Wildcat in, in the Wildcat? Sure. Man, I need it. What? What can we get in? Wow. I like that idea. <laughs> we did. Was that was it last year that we did it? Would, would Jimmy put him in the Wildcat? Did he? Yeah, he was putting the Wildcat a little bit la- a little bit last year. That's right. He threw Ches a he threw Ches a touchdown, right? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a Wildcat fan. It works like one out of every ten times. You're a fullback. You're a fullback. <laughs> There's a you little bit of that. Be a Wildcat. But I, I, I you're you, you listen, you're not right, Matt Perkins. To go off with this to me, and I'm not asking Braylon Allen what his favorite things are. But when he stands at seven yards and he can take a point five seconds to get a landmark, get downhill, get behind the let let the linemen make their blocks or miss them because you have a little bit of an extra you have an extra step, right? Mm-hmm. He can do. Th- he's always oh, he's been proven to do things. Yes. Listen, at five yards, it's difficult. You get the ball at four and a half yards, and by the time you look up, like you're in the mix instead of getting it at five and a half yards. And when you look up, you're like, I can still take two steps to get to the line instead of take one, one and a half. It's just a different, you know, it's a whole different. Yeah. Listen, um, Anthony Davis, great at it. You know, fast as hell, got on people's heels, made jump cuts. You also got to trust that, like, people are going to get washed, linebackers are going to flow. You got to trust these things. It's not easy to start trusting right away. Um, yeah, I will blow. I will tune in for a second though. And at Michigan State, we got blown out though. Um, I had a touchdown out of the shotgun, and it was be- <laughs> it's, and it's only because I'm slower than Anthony Davis. So when I got the ball, the line did their job because I was so slow to get. You know, like I wasn't you know fast. By the time I got up on their heels, these dudes flowed all over the place. They thought AD was getting the ball. So all the flow was there, and I just cut back and ran right nine yards right down the middle Yeah, because you allow the line. And we had a stellar line, though. But we, we, you allow these dudes to do their jobs, and you make the read. So I, to me, that's – you know, listen, I'm sure they do this, but Coach White asked AD, hey, man, what, what, what are your favorite plays? We ran those plays. Because AD liked them. You know, like, that yeah. to me is important. Trav, I'm sure they ask you, like, hey, what's your favorite pass routes? And you're like, they're like, okay, well, let's throw Trav. He loves these. You know, you're going to do it a little bit better if you love it. Just be, yeah. just because. There's no real – you're still going to run the corner because you love it. But whatever your stick route or whatever your favorite thing was, you're going to be like, man, I'm going to do that. I'm pumped because they asked me and I'm, I have buy-in. Yeah, and 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 that's a, and that's a good point. Is that just just briefly on what you just said? Is that I, I think us as humans, we get to the point where it's like, okay, well, we like it because we're good at it, we're comfortable with it. What is the offense? What has the offense been comfortable with that they've done well? Like, are we even to that stage? Do we know that? Like, we got two games left, and it's like. When is enough enough? So that, that is, that's an extremely good point, Matt. And to, to that point, we've been – it's been um, hills and – what is it? Mountains and cliffs. Valleys? That's not right. Mountains and valleys. Like we've shown some amazing – dude, when um, when we came back to beat Illinois and Will Pauling had that sick catch bomb, he went up and got it. I'm like, man, that's the team. That's what I expect. And then, you know, it's like then we're down. We're like, oh, my God, we're like – six for 17 on third downs. You're like, what happened? 
and so like it, the, the the peaks and valleys have been hard to also watch as a fan and a couch potato like i like to say yeah but you, but i don't think we have an identity on the offense as of yet i think we've had yeah. i think injuries have hurt us and i think penalties and like you know drive stopping things drops whatever you name it have been a really a, our achilles heel on the offense and having no fullback probably I, so I, I, I still like Jackson Aker. I, I still like Jackson like Aker. I like Tucker Ashcraft as, as a tight end. I, I, I mean, I, I, I think there's potential. I still love Rucci. Um, I mean, we got several guys at the receiver position that have the potential to be really, really, really good. And Bryson Green at all tonight, and I think he exactly, and, and that's yeah. the thing, and that's the thing. It's like it, as much as I love, uh, I think it was, it was against Indiana. It was against Indiana when I'm like, man, like, I see him running down the field, getting ready to run into the end zone. I thought it was me for a second, <laughs> and wearing the number nine, I'm like, man, go ahead, Trev. And but 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 that's the stuff you want to see. Like you want to see guys stepping up having the opportunity like it feels so good to run back to that sideline after a touchdown and having the guys congratulate you man good man let's go out and let's go out and do it again it's like i thought that we could have been somewhere again after the ohio state game um and it was just like man where's waldo i just where did we go Where's Waldo? <laughs> and we're in that big, the big <clears throat> book, and it's hard to find. It's really hard to find. We're not yeah. in the little book. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, all, and all of our belongings are strewn all over the page. Gotta go. It's find that them. one where everyone looks like wears the same. The, the Waldo sweater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone's got the Waldo. I have to go buy that. Book. Too much Wando's. <laughs> too much Wando. Where, where's Matt Bernstein and Wando's? <laughs> Um, Hard random story, but some woman at this workout class was named uh, Wanda, and I was like, "Wanda, I love that. That's your name from now on in my brain." Um, Listen, I actually really like Jackson Aker. I just think he's a tackle tackle guy, and we're we're like throwing swing passes to him. You know, I I think some guys are playing outside of their. Travis comfort level, they but are. Like, and they are outside of their their level of like their athleticism. And I think I think he can catch the ball, which is why they do it. But he is a downhill blow somebody up guy. I love it. Yeah. Yakimelli to me is the guy they should be throwing a pass to. He's a little bit more shifty or better in space. That's just me. But if his hands aren't as good as Jackson's, and it's it's a it's a null point or whatever that is, but it, it's just like Everyone, it just feels like everyone is still trying to figure out how they fit in the offense yeah. individually. And it's, it must be hard for them. It's hard to watch. It must be hard for the coaching. Yeah. It's hard all around. I'm just, I'm always the fair weather saying, this is the game we're going to turn it around. It's yeah. Nebraska. They're not having a great season. It's a night game. It's a night game in Madison. Man. We're going to be in the crowd. I did, I, and put it yeah. I, exactly. Exactly. If you guys don't run on the field, <laughs> don't run on the field. Um, and, and, and it's just, it's just, it's just um, like, obviously now, like looking from the outside in and, and, and seeing uh, like watching these night games and seeing these, these young fellas on the field. And um, it's, man, it's, it's just, I just, in, in talking to, season ticket holders or donors and just guys having the opportunity to realize like what it actually means to play for this university. Like it means, it honestly means so much more than you running on that football field and doing your job. Like it, it's these, these, these fans, um, we expect so much out of these guys in which we should, in which we really should, because we have a privilege that people would literally die. Like I, I literally have people now 
that reach out, Trev, can you please just take me on the field? Like, it's like, these guys have opportunities to work out on the field, run on the field, sleep on the field if they want to, throw up on the field like I used to back in the day. Like, like, and these these people that don't have that opportunity just want a taste of what they have. These guys need to take advantage of the opportunity um, and never take that stuff for granted. And it, it just, you just see some of the guys that are going through the motion and it's, and it's frustrating because I don't want these guys to sit back and tell their kids or watch film that the, the year after they're done playing ball and they don't make it to the league and be like, man, I wish I would have had that, that, that opportunity again. You never know what you have until it's gone. And like, there's so many people that want what you have, be a dog, go get it. Let's go eat. I think that is the perfect place to wrap it up then for this episode. Let I the am big dog. Eat. <gasps> I, 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 I'm excited to be, uh, to be back in the house this weekend uh, for the game. I'm excited to see you guys there at the game. We're excited to see, all of you listening, hope to see you in Camp Randall this weekend against Nebraska. Or Wandos. Or Wandos. Oh, God. Or, you know, wherever else. You put like 25. You may. Don't end up at the KK, man. I, I haven't ended up there in a long time. I can't pay to get in, man. I'm, I'm broke. Also, 50, <laughs> 50 bucks goes a long way at every other bar, dude. That's like 10 beers at least. You want me to call Jordan for you? No, it's okay. It's okay. They don't want me there. Believe me, I'm not bringing <laughs> not bringing anything special anymore. I promise you. <laughs> no, I am. You know, uh, it, it's going to be fun. We're going to see you, Travis. Um, you know, where can people find you out online, out in the world these days? Um, I am. My Instagram is I think Travis Beckham forty seven. Uh, all all of my my social handles are are. are uh, Travis Beckham, 47, um, obviously working with UW, doing corporate sponsorships, uh, being an asset to UW, um, obviously now uh, being an advocate and helping our athletes get these NIL deals in which Matt and I wish we would have had back in the day. Um, obviously, Matt could have been an underwear model. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, just being engaged with the guys, being an asset, being an avenue, um, and um, still trying to, to be a part of uh, this legacy, uh, this university. And um, yeah, I, I'm uh, looking forward to these next two weeks. Um, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys this Saturday. It's going to be great. I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't say enough. I'm looking forward to it. It's, <laughs> no, it's my birthday present to my, you know, from, from my wife and me to myself um, Okay. Uh, to come back for the weekend. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm going to enjoy it. It's going to be her first Badger game. So I'm really excited to take her to her first Badger mm. game. So, uh, oh, okay. It'll, it'll be a lot of fun. So, um, yes. and like I said, awesome. we hope to see you all there. We'll also be back again next week with, you know, the usual Monday morning fullback talking about the game, um, with, you know, with more of our friends, uh, coming back in the mix. Actually, uh, next week we will have, uh, Warren Herring on with us, um, for our, for our, for our, our midweek interview. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back with more of that, uh, next time nice. here on believe in badgers on the believe network presented by BetOnline.ag and Oak Ridge wealth management. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time on Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, do the Monday morning. Thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.